wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. Welcome back to this episode of Design Your Destiny. And today we are talking about stress and burnout. You cannot avoid stress, but you can manage it and in the process, avoid burnout. I'm excited to dive into this because health and longevity is such a huge focus of attention right now. And those of us who have impact in the world, we want to live as long as we can with quality, right? Quality. So a little bit about me. You all know I used to be a nurse anesthetist. I've been a hypnotist for a while. I've been full-time for half of the time I've been a hypnotist. So I've been a hypnotist for 10 years. I have been full-time for five years. And when I initially became a hypnotist, it was to help people improve their health. That was my initial goal. Now in 2019, I actually wrote a book, number one international bestseller, Breaking the Fibro Code. And the entire first chapter is dedicated to stress. Why is the entire first chapter dedicated to stress? Because the majority of illness and disease, some 93% or more is contributed to stress. It's estimated that 90% of doctor's visits are due to stress-related symptoms. Only 3 to 5% of diseases are true genetic diseases. I want you to let that sink in. Only 3 to 5% are true genetic diseases. So what does that mean for you? That means you have a whole hell of a lot of control over your health and your well-being. When I talk about stress, I like to approach it from the idea that it's mental, emotional, physical, environmental, or spiritual in nature. If you listened a couple of episodes back, you know that I talked about authenticity and how once we have a glimpse into authenticity, our true authentic selves, it creates a frustration within us. It creates a disconnect that can generate stress in our life. So that's what I mean by spiritual stress. We are not living, uh, we're not making choices that are in alignment with our true authenticity, with our true 
purpose. And it leads to that then leads to mental and emotional distress, which can lead to physical dis-ease. Okay. There's more that I could share there, but I really don't want to go down the rabbit hole because I don't think it's going to benefit you in this episode. Certainly it would be something interesting to talk about, but I don't think it's beneficial to go further. The other piece of stress, that environmental piece, those are the things we can and we cannot control. So let's go first to mental stress. These are the our thoughts. These are the things we get into worry over. This is how we impact ourselves through our problem-solving thinking, right? We always want to focus on the solution, not the problem. You under, you've heard that. You're successful. You've heard that. To focus on the solution and not the problem. Because problem-based thinking activates our stress response, right? These thoughts can thoughts do generate emotion because when we get into our thinking our brain puts meaning on it our thoughts are one way we put meaning on a situation and then that generates emotions and then those emotions can generate their own spiral of thoughts but here's something that most people do not realize and that is past experiences in our life where we were not given the opportunity to properly address or express our emotions creates subconscious tension because there is a part of us that becomes aware that this has never been resolved. When I wrote the book, Breaking the Fibro Code, that came about because I had a handful of clients that reached out to me for other issues And when we resolved the emotional impact of these other issues like confidence, motivation, just to name a couple, their pain went away, their energy came back, and their brain fog cleared. Okay? There are so many things that create emotional stress in our lives that we carry with us that we don't realize because we have normalized it. I don't know about you, but I've heard many times in my life, oh, you should just be grateful that, right? Something may have happened in your past and you're like, oh my God, you should just be grateful that that didn't happen. No, whatever it was, yes, I'm rambling. This other thing may not have happened. It does not diminish or mitigate the emotional impact of what did happen. So what we can do is we can gratitude bypass. We can go, oh my God, yeah, I really should be grateful. I should be grateful that didn't happen. But if we never process these things, they're underneath the surface. Our model of reality, subconsciously, our identity, what we need to do to maintain a sense of safety and security, they're wrapped up in these things. Now, when something is not impacting us in our life, I am not a fan of going and digging up the past just for the sake of digging up the past. But if you experience things like you don't have as much patience as you would like, you find that it's difficult for you to feel emotions, you notice that you're just not as happy as you want to be. 
it's life is like, meh, it's okay. No complaints. These things happen because we learn to push down our emotions. That last part, like it's flat, it's okay, whatever. We learn to push down emotions. We don't acknowledge our emotions. And we do that often enough. We condition our body, our mind to not express those emotions. I've had many clients who tell me, oh, I don't have emotions. Bullshit. We all have emotions. But if we grow up in an environment where it's not acceptable to express our emotions or God forbid, it's not safe for you to express your emotions and how you feel, or every time you did express yourself, you were ridiculed, criticized, and you learn that it's safer to just not express. This stuff goes on underneath the surface. When we have stress in the brain, it changes the chemical environment in the brain, okay? And I want you to consider that financial stress, I meant to say this earlier, financial stress is a form of mental stress. So when we have this mental and emotional stress that is happening, and we may not even be aware of it, we just, we stay busy, right? We keep our head down, we have a goal, we go achieve it. Some people might drink too much, eat too much, sex too much, exercise too much, spend too much, right? There are too much behaviors. And then there are things that we do to just simply distract ourselves that aren't necessarily too much behavior. When, when we stay in this constant state of stress in the brain and it's, it becomes chronic stress, our mind can get our attention many different ways. We may end up developing GI symptoms. We may end up with chronic headaches. We may end up with chronic pain. We may end up with allergies, asthma, eczema, psoriasis, heart disease, diabetes. All of these things are inflammatory based. They say, oh, it's your diet. Oh, don't eat cholesterol. For a very small percentage of people, genetically, the way they process cholesterol is a problem. For the rest of us, I want you to hear this. Cholesterol is required for the production of your hormones. Cholesterol is required for your body to take sunshine and manufacture vitamin D. Cholesterol is required to help you form cell membranes, to lay protective layers on your nerves in your brain. Cholesterol is important. Now, too much of a good thing is definitely bad for you. What makes cholesterol a problem in terms of heart disease and high blood pressure is that inflammation, which is caused by stress, inflammation irritates the lining of the blood vessels. You've probably heard of an ulcer in your stomach, right? That's an irritation of the lining of the stomach. We get irritations in the lining of the blood vessels. And what happens is cholesterol is then used like a Band-Aid, right? It's like a Band-Aid. It doesn't heal it. It just lays over top of it. And it forms plaques. That's how heart disease is formed. That's how diseased arteries 
come about in the body. When we can manage stress, we can short circuit this stress response. Now, to handle our environmental stress, that's going to be your diet. That's going to be what are you putting into your body, on your skin. Are you living in an environment where it's loud? Do you live in a city near an airport or a train where you're not getting deep restful sleep because of the sounds? Environmental stress can come from a lot of different things. But the things that you can control the most, sound levels, light levels, what you're putting in your body and what you're putting on your body. Physical stress. How much physical labor are you doing? Are you literally pushing your body to the breaking point? That's one form of physical stress. But how do we manage this stress? Because what a lot of people do to decrease inflammation, to short circuit this process, to increase their longevity, they're cold plunging, they're taking nootropics. They might be taking NMN, resveratrol, What's the other new one? Berberine. I've looked into all of these things and they're intriguing and interesting. And I am looking into how to engage in reverse aging in my body. But what if we can stop the process for the most part that even requires us to have to go look for these things, right? How can we control inflammation quickly and easily? in just a few minutes and do it comfortably. Hello, ice plunge. I do take ice cold showers from time to time, but how do I do it quickly and easily? And I'm gonna tell you that tool is hypnosis, right? People meditate. When we meditate, we can go into theta state, beautiful. When we meditate, we go into coherence, beautiful. I'm down for all of it. But you can anchor in a relaxation response. You can anchor it into your body using hypnosis. So first of all, if you can allow yourself to be guided or you can guide yourself into hypnosis and you get into that theta state, you get a spontaneous activation of that relaxation response. And we can go there and we can stay there. But we can also anchor that in. And when I work with clients or in the past, I don't anymore. When I would work with clients on physical symptoms, we would anchor in this relaxation response and we would use the breath and a rubbing of the thumb and the finger together with the breath and the hypnotic state to anchor in this relaxation response to recondition the brain. Now, when I first learned this, remember, I'm very science-based. And when I learned this in my first hypnosis training that I took, I thought, this sounds too good to be true. However, my instructor gave us a physiology lesson because everybody in the room was healthcare providers. And I'm like, I'll be John Brown. I learned the mechanisms when I got my master's in physiology. I just did not learn how to hack the mechanisms. So what I'm going to tell you is that I have a relax and release. It's two hypnosis audios. One's a relaxation. And then the other one is a teaching of the breath. When you learn to you, some of you may have done breath work. 
when I say the breath, it's not like breath work. There's Wim Hof breathing. There's box breathing. There's all of these things. The breath that I teach in that audio specifically targets your body's reflexes to decrease adrenaline release, to lower your heart rate, to lower your blood pressure, to increase the release of serotonins, endorphins, melatonin, and off the top of my head, I'm missing something, serotonins, melatonins, endorphins, it'll come to me later. But there, there are four that it enhances the release of. And in doing all of this, it helps to decrease inflammation because we're engaging the parasympathetic system. You engage that relaxation response and melatonin is anti-inflammatory. So you're getting a double whammy there. Now you might be thinking, I don't want to do this in the middle of the day because it's going to make me sleepy. We're not doing it that intensely. We're doing it just enough to bring things down. So I will link in the show notes to, I will link in the show notes for you to be able to get access to that. So not only will we have the links in the show notes, you can go to pennychason.com forward slash relax, pennychason.com forward slash relax and get these hypnosis audios. They're oldies, but they're goodies. So I've never bothered to re-record them because I still have people who are former clients reach out to me and say, hey, can I get those hypnosis again because I lost mine because I don't know, they changed phones or got a new computer or whatever. So they're classic, they're beautiful, they work, go get them. So now, how do we avoid burnout? How do we avoid burnout? I could do a multi-part series on how to avoid burnout, but what we want to do is have awareness of where we are overcommitting, where we have issues letting go of control, where we have issues of setting boundaries around things in our life and business so that we have time to rejuvenate, so that we have time for self-care. A lot of people, they talk about delaying instant gratification for the long-term gain. Yes, tomorrow, if I needed to do very specific things in my business to move the business forward. And I just didn't want to do it. And I'm like, oh, you know, I I want a mental health day. Let me go to the beach. Yes, we need to sacrifice that short term, go to the beach and do what needs to be done. But when you're putting in way too many hours, when you're beginning to get mentally exhausted When you wake up, if you were on from the word go, and then in the evening, you're still thinking about work and pondering work while you're with your family, and it's on your mind until you go to sleep, you want to step in and do something about that. You want some boundaries. And I talked about this in the Thrive to Seven Figures workshop, because when we get into a period in our business where we're at growth and scale, We have to sprint. When you're launching something new, you have to sprint. It requires more of you in that time to get the desired results. So there are times where we have to sprint. But even when we're sprinting, we need to have some boundaries and make sure we're taking time for self-care each day. It just may not be as much as our routine schedule. But to schedule in time 
to get that mental and emotional decompression, to get into some physical activity that helps our body to be healthy, to have time to eat healthy, that environmental piece, eat healthy, drink healthy, right? To attend to our spiritual needs. And if you're not spiritual, silence, right? You can use silence, stoicism, those things. So that we can have the energy, we can have the vitality to do what it is that we're here to do. We have to prioritize. If your business is priority over your health, what's the point of having a business? Because you're not going to be around to enjoy it or your health is going to be such that you can't enjoy it. I mentioned the book earlier, Breaking the Fibro Code. And I talked about how stress is so important and how so much disease is related to stress. One of the things I specifically did not mention is autoimmune disease. Autoimmune disease is believed to be due to stress. It's believed to be due to stress. Our body trying to protect itself has actually harmed itself with fibromyalgia. That is a stress-based disease. And people want to split hairs and say, oh, it's not mental stress, it's oxidative stress. I've had to tell people, where do you think oxidative stress comes from? Oxidative stress comes from overarching stress within the body. It comes from overarching stress within the body. Now, we can have issues with gut health and our gut is stressed. So you may like, oh, no, it's a gut health issue. Yes, it started in the gut, but then it goes to the brain. When it goes to the brain, it goes everywhere else, okay? Everything is connected. And I'm just going to say this one piece from a healthcare perspective. I loved healthcare. I loved giving anesthesia. I loved healing people, helping people be free of pain. Now I still heal people and I still get to help people be free of pain, just a different kind of pain and a different type of healing. But I witnessed this being in the operating room. Medicine has gotten so broken down into specialties that unless you're working with a functional medicine practitioner, it's hard to find someone who can truly step back and look at the bigger picture at least here in the States, because doctors can be sued so easily. Most of your general practitioners, most of your internal medicine doctors, they send everything out to specialists, right? But it seems we've forgotten that everything works together, right? Our physical body, everything works together the same way our mental, our emotional, our physical and our spiritual work together to help us fulfill whatever purpose it is we came into this life for. So if you want to avoid burnout, priorities, boundaries, you got to have that self-care. Where are you overcommitting? Where are you not letting go of control? Where are you finding that you're staying in the doing and you're piling busy tasks on yourself when you should really be handing that off to someone else? Okay? If those are patterns in your life, the overcommitting, the not being able to let go of control, 
the overdoing. Maybe you feel guilty if your team is doing more than you do. Maybe you're carrying a subconscious story that, you know, your parents always said you have to work hard to make a good living. And there's some part of you that says, oh, I can't let this be easy because my parents said it had to be hard. I'm going to tell you, yes, that's a very real thing. It will keep you in a cycle of doing. Then it's subconscious. It's subconscious. These drives that are pushing you to burn out are subconscious. When polled, 95% of entrepreneurs said that they had experienced burnout. I can't remember if it was 65 or 72% said that they experienced anxiety, right? We can choose to do something about this. We do not have to be at the mercy of what other people have told us our business and our life has to look like. You get to choose. You get to streamline. And because so much of our business is a projection of who we are on the inside. As a matter of fact, your business is a complete reflection of you. If your business is a hot mess, yes, I said it. You know where I was going with that. So when we're stressed, when we're overdoing, we're harming no one but ourselves. And if we don't tend to it, we're going to pay the price for it. And if you're in a cycle with the recession happening and so many changes, if you're in the cycle of financial stress and you're letting that really wear on you and take you down and you're like a hamster on a wheel, that's going to hurt you too. So if you want to avoid burnout, priorities, boundaries, Explore the reasons you're having difficulty letting go of control, that you're overcommitting, or you feel like you can't step back out of the business. Because if you're doing things that you could be paying someone else to do for you, if you are caught up on busyness and you feel guilty or feel like you can't not do these things, there's something subconscious going on there. There's something subconscious. And when you address those things, not only is it going to help you avoid burnout, it's going to release a lot of internal stress that you've been carrying that you may or may not have been aware of, that those things were all connected. So remember, go get your free hypnosis audios, pennychason.com forward slash relax. I'm going to be sure the breath audio is added to that. I believe it already is, but I'm going to double check because it should be. And allow yourself to sink into a routine of listening to one of those audios once every day. Learn that breath. If you use that breath the way I teach you in that audio, you will begin to anchor in that relaxation response and you can be in a stressful situation. And all you have to do is pinch your thumb and finger together and hold a little bit of pressure for a few seconds and you are going to feel your relaxation response engage and a wave of calm move over your body. I know it sounds impossible. Believe me, I did not believe it either until I trained my body to do it. It's absolutely amazing. All right, I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. 
So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference, elevating humanity and mankind.